Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Bests, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show, we have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. I'm being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told on the hotline is a uh, FP, a famous person. Being told it's a high priority call on the hotline. Hello? Hey. 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 I know who this is. This is Tim Heidecker. Hi, Tom. How are Hi. you, Tim? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm up in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. 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 What would what on earth would bring you to Portland, Oregon? Well, I'm developing a kind of top secret. I'm developing a show, hmm. a TV show, yeah. comedy show, okay. kind of a sketch show centered around sort of the weirdos and yeah. freaks and people here in this town. I don't know if you're not familiar with Portland. It's kind of... It's like Brooklyn meets San Fran. It's very full of hipsters and quirk. Like the quirk levels are very high. So we're working. Um, yeah, we're putting a sketch show based around those kind of freaks. So you're going to take it on is what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, I guess you'd say spoof it. Uh-huh. Now are people <laughs> up there worried at all that they're going to get, they're going to get uh, lampooned? By 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 you? Well, they don't know it. It's going to be a little mix of sketch and a little hidden camera. Okay. So you're um, it's sort of like if you mixed Saturday Night Live with candid camera. Um, mm-hmm. That's what we're going for. Well, that sounds like a fresh uh, approach. <laughs> too. Uh, sh- sure. Because those are two of my favorite shows. First of all. <laughs> Saturday Night Live and Candid Camera. Yeah. And the later seasons of Candid Camera, too, were some of my favorites. When Alan Funt kind of Check clearly was, was taping 15 episodes in an afternoon. Right. Like, they're kind of just like, Alan's going to be here on, on Thursday. We got to blast through half of the season. Right. <laughs> What about uh, practical uh, bloopers and practical jokes with Dick Clark and Ed McMahon? Yeah, that, uh, I wasn't such a fan of that. Although they were very gentle, like, and there was also no way that some of those were not completely staged. 
to promote sure. shows on that network. <laughs> like, right, right. like, uh, we have, uh, Here's, uh, here's... They have that detective music that comes in. <laughs> and it was always at the end, they were always like, in tribute to the master of the blooper. Right. <laughs> Kermit Schaefer was his name. Like, oh, wow. As if they had to pay homage <laughs> to a guy who, I don't know what he w- did other than just like not throw out bad takes of something like right so he was the master of screwing up yeah but i don't even know if he i think he was just like a, a a tv producer who was just like we should take all these these <laughs> these outtakes and put them together that's a show in itself yeah everybody's gonna want to see we'll call them bloopers we've got ed for an hour <laughs> Let's get him. We got Dick is going to be in, and Ed. Ed can come over from the Tonight Show set. Knockout. Separated. They they do not get along. <laughs> they so, save it for the stage. So Dick and Ed didn't get along. I don't know that to be true. They would sit them. I'm just ver- playing playing with it a little bit. Yeah, and you know Tim Heidecker, at Tim Heidecker. First of all, on Twitter. Yes, thanks. I'm pr- trying to bring my Twitter numbers up. On this call, that's the point. That that it, it uh, yeah. It's, people's people's Twitter numbers have uh, flatlined. At least mine have. <laughs> I so, think so. It doesn't yeah. seem to be a hot spot anymore. <laughs> I, I, know. Th- I think everyone who's winding down. Yeah, exactly. I think. I wonder up at Twitter if they're just kind of like, look, this thing's <laughs> this thing's wrapping up. <laughs> Within three, just please. Let's act like it's still not going down the tank and try to just like, nobody like don't steal stuff from the office. So we can't do our jobs. Like we all know it's going to be over. It does feel like the cool kids left the the forum a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just a lot of spam and people looking to argue with you. Right. I still use it. I still am a functioning Twitter user, but um, this is not what we're here to talk about. You know what we're here to talk about? You mentioned that you were, when you mentioned uh, Dick Clark and Ed McMahon, you said you were playing around. you know who else is playing around? You are. <laughs> You're playing around. Nice segue. Thank you. Why are you playing around? Well, it's simple. Uh- yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I thought that, that was that was a question you were going to answer. I didn't pick up on that. Go ahead. No, no, I want you to answer. Why are <laughs> oh, you okay. playing around? Well, me, I'm playing music. I have a band, and we're playing mu- songs and uh, playing uh, just doing some West Coast dates. Played Sasquatch the other night, and I just I'm in I'm in my musical phase right now, or my musical uh, sidestep project that I'm. Uh, Excited about and very satisfied uh, performing live music. And that's what I'm doing. So now, I'm just having a good time. And unfortunately, the the fruits of your labor, if, if you don't see Tim Heidecker and his band playing live, there's no way to get like a recorded version of what you guys are playing now. That's that's fair to say? Um, not quite. I mean, we did um, make an album of, the so- of oh. some of the songs. So there's an album. In Glenda. There's an album out currently. 
um, on uh, on Jag Jaguar, you know, a, a real record label, mm-hmm. um, a legitimate source of, of uh, music, put out the record, and it's called In Glendale, and, you know, they're just a collection of songs by me without a lot of uh, c- concept behind it, you know, without like a, this isn't a prank, it's not a, a candid camera style operation no no these are real songs right and it's it's a it's it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, a i'd say a, a strangely touching album in a way well it either is or it isn't you know i mean if it's touching for you that means uh that i i take it as a compliment um so uh, there's there you know there are uh, Listen, I don't know. I write some songs and put them out. Well, you sorry. You well, nobody's asking for an apology <laughs> at, at Tim Heidecker. Um, but this album in Glendale on Jag Jaguar is uh, it's kind of about a dude just living his life, right? Well, I suppose some of it is. It's you know, I, I had a kid a couple of years ago. At, at, procreated and um i've been able to reflect on that and it's like it's not you know i'm not like stopping any other other crap i do uh but i just have these songs piling up and and wanted to put it out and and you know it's feels good to to release something that's not just a big uh gag sure it's uh it gets a little old well, it, it's it, at some point you wanna you wanna say something from the heart, if I can say that. Sure. And it feels like these songs are from the heart for you. That was the original title of the album, "From the Heart." From the heart. Tim some Heineke. From, some from the heart. Some from the heart. Others, <laughs> yeah, really a others, annoying title. others not so much. Now, who are some <laughs> of the influences on this? I hear. You, you tell me. I hear a lot of kind of, I picture listening to this album, sitting on a beach. Sitting on a a toilet. (laughs) Sitting on a toilet? (laughs) I thought that's what you were going to say. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, I I picture this album sitting on a toilet is exactly (laughs) what a, no, or a back deck. You could listen to it sitting on a back deck, right? That's fine. Yeah, but I mean, you say sitting on a beach, that, that's starting to sound like, you know, we got Mike Love on lead vocals here, mm-hmm. Jan and Dean style. Well, if Mike Love <laughs> heard this record and said that he wanted to get in the studio with you, would you, would you do it? You'd have to. You'd have, just to see would, what it was like, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've tried, we've, we've reached out to him for various projects, in fact. Um, have not landed that fish yet, uh-huh. but I think it, it's one of our goals to, to do something creative with him mm-hmm. just to the, you know, for the experience yeah. just to of see, being around him and to see the cap up close, right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta see the cap. Have you noticed something, uh, and I'll tr- attribute this to Greg for noticing this, but, um, that Bruce Johnston is becoming Mike Love. Bruce Johnston of the beach boys. Right. Is slowly turning himself into Mike Love? Yeah, they they he starts to, they he kind of starts looking like him and he's all he's wearing the cap. 
he wears like a, a similar kind of cap, mm-hmm. and he's got it real low. And when you can look up, you know, Bruce Johnson interviews of re, of, of you know recent interviews, and it's hard to tell the difference between he, him and Love. He, he looks a lot like Mike Love now. Yeah, yeah, I like think there's faces. some energy that's being transferred from mm-hmm. Mike Love to Bruce. Um, they're going to be one person. You know how like old couples start dressing the same uh-huh. and stuff? I think like that's what's going on between those. You things. think that Mike Love and Bruce Johnston, <laughs> they show up and they've got the same Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm looking color palette. I'm looking at a picture of the two of them now. Mike Love he almost looks like an android now, right? <laughs> He's looking rough. There's like a yeah. There's like a robotic quality. Yeah. To him, very stiff. Yeah. And he's amazing. Like you know, they they say he's all he's this transcendental med- meditation guy. Mm-hmm. What what do you think he'd be like without that in his life? Like he'd be they have murdered people by now. Yes, right? he would be. A, a, a rageaholic. He he would have somebody just settling lawsuits all the time. Because... Capitol Records building would be burnt to the ground. There'd be no Capitol Records. Building. Yes, he would just be there kicking it and punching it until <laughs> until it falls down, trying yeah. to knock it down with his fists. Right, but um, the music is. I, I'm a Randy Newman guy. I'm a Warren Zevon guy. Mm-hmm. And these are the things I like that I, um, when I'm making music, I'm kind of um, thinking, you know, not necessarily singing in their voice, but, you know, it's like that's kind of my, my, my scene. Sure, it's where you're operating from. Right. Now, what if somebody Firing said, towards. yeah, what if somebody heard it and they said to you, hey, man, I love your album. I hear, I hear some, uh, I hear a little bit of dead in there. Oh no, that's no? bad news. <laughs> what if they're just like, sounds like a little bit of Grateful Dead going on? You got a really nice. What if somebody said you got a really nice voice? It reminds me of Bob Weir. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that like we're so we're on this tour and we're driving, you know, many long hours. And we've been listening to the uh, the Sirius XM Grateful Dead channel. Uh huh. Have you gotten into that scene yet? I I would flip by it once in a while, and then I would just be like, "Wait, this is really what the Grateful Dead sound like?" I know. I know. Like, it's it's remarkable. Like it's jaw dropping that they're that they had a career, that they have a career of any kind, let alone this notable legendary status. Because yeah. they're terrible. Yeah, that they would be as bad as they are. And to be the most popular band. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from Down Under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album. Has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Yeah, like lauded over and fans are like, you know, people have built their kind of lives around that music. Analyzing it. Just like 
pouring over. The guy, I'll say this, Tim, the guy who yeah. screens calls for me. He's a deadhead? He's a deadhead. He, See, that's a bad sign. I know, right? He loves them. He loves, and he'll talk can, all can he, about, he'll talk so about can he, 78. Can he, like, um, yeah. can he get down to the, like, can he make a case for it that makes any sense to you, or is it just... He would play, he's he's come in and he said, check this out. And he's played these things. And it's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's right. it's like, it sounds like one of those, like, shreds videos of, like. Yeah. But it's like, no, that's what the Grateful Dead, when I, you see one of those things, you're like, oh, this is clearly some people doing tuneless nonsense over. Right. noodling. And saying it's the Grateful Dead. It's like, no, this is one of their most legendary live shows ever. Right. This is like the so holy think, grail of like yeah, my what my perspective is they were a lousy like psychedelic band in this, in San Francisco just like you know putting up basically a sideshow for people to take drugs and and dance and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the and root rob, thing happened. Rob, probably rob also. <laughs> right. Then like, the root thing happened with the band and mm -hmm. everything and and they were like, just let's do, let's do that. Like, well, let's do that kind of music now. Yeah. And they made American Beauty, which is a good record. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, like, it's, it's a fine record. Nice songs, pretty music. They made the other one, Working Man's Dead, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Acoustic, you know, pretty country kind of music. And then that's it. That's it. And then they just, then they just go out and play dancing in the streets and not mm -hmm. fade away. Yeah. And like Johnny B. Good. Yeah. Good like, loving. Let's hear Johnny B. Good for 15 minutes. Yeah. Good, Good loving. loving. Good loving. Yeah. <laughs> and the. Um, <laughs> well, what do you think about this, Tim? You're tied with the Grateful Dead just about. You've notched, just, you've put together just as many good albums as they have. Sure. You did. Well, I. I so the, so me, the guy in this band that I'm with, the guy that helped me put this record out, this guy, Jonathan Rado who's in this band, Foxygen. Do you know the band Foxygen? I do, yes. Yeah, they're good. They're good guys. So he's in my band now, where he's playing keyboards, and uh, we've just been listening to the station, so we started writing all these Grateful Dead songs. So we're going to put, I think we're going to put out like a Grateful Dead album um, when we get home, because they're so easy to mm -hmm. write. We've written six of them in a in a day. You mean like new like, new Grateful Dead new, songs? Yeah, yeah. We're called um, uh, "Deader Than Ever." Uh, 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 uh. And here I'll give you the song titles. Just okay. To see, so where we're coming from. Um, uh, Apple Orchard. Okay, Apple Orchard. Yeah. Now, can I say the S word on the show, or are you going to hang up on? I, I'd you just say S if you could. Okay. S Stain City. I could picture that as a, <laughs> as like a, because it's like. S Stain City, everybody lit it. You know, it's just yeah. like a, a rocker. Yeah. And all down, they, go ahead, down. Down, down Moses Lake. Down <laughs> Moses Lake. And that one's just like about, <laughs> it's like a song describing this guy making love to his woman in the middle of the day by a lake. Yeah. Rather than, um, rather than being at work. <laughs> right. 
Or like, yeah, it's just gross. It's like sweaty, <laughs> nude man making love to a woman, like right at a lake, like where you know where the water meets the rocks of a lake. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, and then um, we do a cover of a Hard Day's Night. <laughs> That's a perfect. Yeah, but that... it's like r- really annoying because like it's a Hard Day's Night. <laughs> just it's this real weird time signature for it. I've been working like a dog. Like yeah, like they're night. Yeah, like they're finding the core. They think like they're finding the core of the thing. Yeah. Oh. Um Mike living on a river. Living uh, on I a river, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, living on the river. It's, you know, yeah. songs about jamborees and festivals. <laughs> what if this happened, Tim Heidecker? Yeah. You do this album. You play live. Suddenly, there's 30 times as many people that are at one of your shows are there suddenly. And then suddenly, you find yourself. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, I'm trapped. You are the Grateful Dead all of a sudden. And you're like... we can only assume that there was a moment when the band looked around and goes, this is what they want? Yeah. They want dancing in the streets? Yeah, (laughs) they don't want us to... They they want more of this. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Jerry, did you notice like nobody left when we did fifteen minutes of, of dancing in the street? No one left. In fact, like more people came in. Yeah, I apologize for my dead voice. And but, then, and then suddenly so. they're like, "How much money did we make tonight?" <laughs> and then they're just like, uh, "I think I know what we're going to be doing." Uh, <laughs> Like one guy in the Grateful Dead yeah. talks like that. Uh, <laughs> I think I speak for the rest of us when I say, I think I know what the rest of our year yeah, is going to yeah. be like. Yeah. Uh, Robert Hunter, the lyricist, finds out. Uh, I hear you guys are doing lots of uh, covers. Like He's like a little worried about his job because <laughs> they don't need his lyrics. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're doing... Uh, yeah, not Fade Away. Not Fade Away. Yeah, they're doing a 75-minute version of Not Fade Away. What do you think would happen if if, um, if uh, Buddy Holly came back? Can you imagine stumbled that? into a Grateful Dead show in '93 and they launch into "Not Fade Away" for 25 minutes? Yeah, can you imagine Buddy Holly <laughs> cro- crosses back over to this to this world? Giant Stadium. Giants. Yeah, walks into Giant Stadium in 1989 or whatever, <laughs> and. Somebody's like, yeah. and he's like, hey, man, that's my song. And then he's like, I think, wait, no, it isn't. And then he's, then 10 minutes later, so like, wait, no, yeah, it is. And five minutes later, he's like, no, it isn't. He's like, wait, no, I think it might be, though. I'm just not sure. Uh, 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 that yeah. And, and he's like, Thing. They can't sing. They can't harmonize with each other. No one in the band is listening to the other people playing. No. It's really something else. Bad news. It's bad news, Tim. I know it's a trope to like go after the Grateful Dead, and I feel bad that we're spending that much time on it, but it's kind of like it needs to kind of, I think, be talked about a little, you know, here, here and there. I think there's so many people saying that they're, that, you know, they're actually good. <laughs> that it's just like we have to like hold to this 
Hold the line. Yeah, we have to hold this line because eventually you'll turn around. There'll be nobody, nobody saying they they suck still. Right. Yeah. There's got to be like millennials, like rock young, like twenty year old rockers who are like, I actually think they're pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Pardon me. Oh. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> you. <laughs> I, now, I can't, Tom. No, I know. We were, I know. Look, you relax. You, you put me into a place. Of re- relaxation and comfortability here, so my apologies. It's all right. All right? It's all right. Okay. <laughs> but I do, I have to bring my next guest in. Okay. Now, let me this just is... say this, in all seriousness. Yeah. Your album, In Glendale, I've seen you play live. I've seen you play these songs. It's great. People got to check you. this out. People got to check the album out. People, if you're on the West Coast, you see, you see the band live. Come and up and say hello. You come up and say hi. Maybe you, you get something signed. Man, eh, maybe not. Sure. Maybe that's pushing it. Don't. Just say hi. Right? Just say hi. Said your sure. favorite interaction with a fan. Hey. Hey, Tim. Hey, man. Yeah. That's it. Right? Pat on the back. Yeah. I'll take a pat on the back. You'll take a pat on the back. <laughs> Great job, Tim. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like over the barricade. Like you're just doing it. You're trying yeah. to like navigate this like with still like a bar a stage barricade between the person yeah. patting you on the back. I try to like do the eye contact for the like the minimum. Like mm-hmm. I, I do want to make eye contact. Yeah, it's rude not to make eye contact, but you don't want to carry that on more than you need to. No, so that's what people can look forward to at a at, at these West Coast Tim Heidecker concerts. Yeah, big time. Fan interaction. It's a fan <laughs> yeah. event. But it's, you know it's what? It's all about, yeah. They're going to go, and you're going to do the thing, and they're going to be like, you know what? I don't need to say hi to this guy. He said hi to me through his music. That's very well put. Yes. Very so, well put. So in Glendale. Um, in Glendale, and of course, the new season of Decker is coming as well. Right. We didn't get to talk about that, but you don't need to know anything other than to watch. Can't wait. Decker, my favorite. Nice talking to you, Tom, and I want to just make a note that this is the only time I've ever talked to you not in some kind of, you know, steeped in some kind of bit. It's true. This is it. After 10 years of, of, of like, occasionally calling in and having fun with you and your show and your wonderful audience, I just want to say thank you for being supportive and a friend. Oh, well, thank you. And, And also, this will not happen again. This version no. of you, like, like, enjoy it now, because <laughs> this guy so preposterous to make that announcement. Yeah, if you're like just like, cares. you're like, and this guy is gone, <laughs> and like that, yeah, he's gone, and yes, there goes like grasping a ghost, and there he goes off into the distance. Well, Tim, Thanks, you Tom. you know how much you know how much I love you, and I will talk to you very soon. And the album's great, All right. and thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Bye. Bye. About that, Tim Heidecker checking in. You like that, Mike? Mike's mad now. Mike's mad. He didn't like he didn't like that Grateful Dead talk. He takes it personally. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for supervising the episodes of Best Show Best. And of course... Much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martine Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, of course, John Worcester. Uh, who else? 
uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer, and uh, yeah, you, the best show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net and support the best show, patreon.com slash thebestshow. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.